Welcome to Yoga Wisdom. Questions about how to live your yoga in daily life answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Sachidananda. How are we to know God's quality without even knowing God? We don't know yet who God is. But one thing we know, the nature. God expresses itself as the nature. The nature and the God are not different. Sure, I don't need to tell you that here, in Findhorn, you see God in every bush, every flower. It's all God's expression. Okay, how do they behave? What are the qualities? They follow certain discipline in life. They follow the nature's law. And they seem to be contented as what they are. And they seem to be living a dedicated life. They seem to live for the sake of others. They seem to offer everything that they have to others. There is no selfishness in any of the nature's products. The entire galaxy, the entire solar system, all the planets, they all seem to perform this act. That is total discipline. If the sun or the moon or Mars eh, is going to say, Ah, I have been constantly moving at the same speed, in the same orb. Eh? I'm a little tired. Eh? I'm going to rest a little on the way. You cannot land your capsules at the exact spot where you want to on the moon. How can you calculate the distance and the time and send the moon rocket and land exactly on the precise spot if after you launch, the moon takes a rest. There is a discipline in everything. That's God's law. We should follow that. 
there is a general thinking that, oh, liberation, freedom. We all want freedom, so I can do anything I want. That's not freedom. Real freedom comes out of total discipline. Imagine all the four wheels of your car want their freedom. <laughs> Both the front wheels say, we don't need to be directed, controlled by the steering wheel. Huh? Hey, come on, you go that way, I go this way. A motor car is an organization by itself. Every part, every bolt, every nut must do its function, must be in its place, some moving, some are not moving. There's no inferiority or superiority in them. Which of the wheel is more important, the front wheel or the back wheel or the spare wheel or the steering wheel? They are all equally important. Even if one bolt or nut wants to be a little freedom, free and get loose, the whole mechanism goes out of order. Organizations are like that. Sometimes we see many bolts and nuts get loose. In our own body, sometimes screws get loose. There is proper tune-up. You can't even play a guitar without tuning all the strings properly. Life is like that. That is what we see in the nature. Discipline and dedication and devotion. DDD. Discipline, dedication, devotion. Three dimension. D, D, D. Dedication. What is dedication? Service above self. Everything that you do is for the sake of others. Nothing for my sake. The more you forget yourself, the better you are. Think of others constantly. Let all the benefit of your work be offered to others. Arnabes, let the fruit of your life be enjoyed by others. And that was the very, very first lesson to the very, very first man by God, is it not?
when God created everything and then at last Adam, what did he tell him? My dear boy, do not eat the fruit. Hmm? He didn't mean just the fruit of a plant. He told him, offer the fruit of your life unto others. Don't act with the idea of enjoying the fruit for yourself. Or in other words, do not be selfish behind your actions. Be selfless, be dedicated. Kyagat Shantir Anantaram says Bhagavad Gita. The dedicated ever enjoy supreme peace is my translation. The selfish never enjoy peace. That is the very first commandment. And you know when God told Adam that, He told him right under the tree, is it not so? Huh? Because they were talking about the tree and the fruit. Right? Hmm? And the tree also overheard it. And that is the reason why even today, the trees don't eat their fruit. <laughs> you ask any tree. <laughs> hey, did you eat your fruit? <laughs> you say, why? Do you think I am Adam? No. I'm not a human being. But God didn't tell you that. God told only Adam. Yes, but I know I thought of it. I thought, if it is good for the man, it should be good for me too. So I decided not to eat my fruit. The tree will tell us that. But we never do things without expecting the fruit. For everything you want some result, some benefit. Even in the sacred act of loving somebody. Huh? Even in love, we do business. <laughs> yeah, I can explain to you. Imagine the boy looks at the girl and says, Honey, I love you. And then, he says, Honey, I love you. And he keep on looking at the face of the girl. Why? He wants the girl to give it back. Darling, I love you too. Isn't it so? Hmm? If that honey delays in returning that, she just, imagine she keeps a cool face. He says, Honey, I love you. And she just keeps it. You should see his face. What? <laughs> Honey, don't, don't you love me? Huh? 
And if the answer is no, <laughs> the next minute you will see him in a lawyer's office. Working for a divorce. Is it not so? What does it mean? In simple words, he says, Honey, I give my love to you. You should give your love to me. If you fail to give your love, I will refuse to give my love to you. That means I give to take. If I can't take, I won't give. And you call that love? In my language, it's business. <laughs> you give and take. Don't use that sacred word love for that. No. If you say love, one-way traffic. I love you because I enjoy loving you. It's for my joy I love you. I'll keep on loving you. Even if I hate you, if you hate me, that's your business. My business is to love. I love. Because I enjoy loving. Why should I lose that joy? That should be our attitude. That's what even the tree says. Ask the tree, Hey, do you love me because you give the fruit? No, I don't, I don't know whether I love you or hate you. All I know is, I'm bringing forth fruit and I have to give. I give, that's all. But do you give only to the people who praise you? Oh, no, no, no. I probably give more fruits when somebody hits me with a stone. <laughs> Compare ourselves with the tree then. Who is great? And that is what you call a religious life, or a yogic life, or a spiritual life. If our life is filled with that kind of dedication, which is seen all over the nature, look right here, these two candles, they're burning, they're giving us light. Ask the candle. I say, why are you burning yourself? You are going to die. Huh? You are, minute by minute you are melting, you are dying. If you could listen what the candle tells you, it says, I am born for that. I am born to give you light. And in that service, let me melt myself. That's why I am here. I don't mind melting and dying. I'm happy, I'm just giving light. Oh, do you give light only to the person who made you? No, it doesn't matter. Whoever comes near me, I give, I give them the light. I don't discriminate. Ask an incense stick. Why are you burning? You are becoming ash. <coughs> yes, sir, that's why I'm made for. I don't mind. Burning into ash, but I'm giving you fragrance. Everything in the nature. 
gives us this message constantly dedication dedication sacrifice live for the sake of others forget yourself even if you are crucified think of the welfare of others it is to learn that kind of life we gather i always like to remember remind this truth to the members of spiritual organizations you are here to learn to live a dedicated life there's no mine and you ways it's all just ours and i'm here to serve you i don't expect anything in return if you if you like to have my service continued you take care of me does any car demand that it should be filled with gasoline no if you are interested in driving the car it's your duty to take care of the tank fill it with petrol the car never worries about that it doesn't demand that oh you have not filled me with high octane gas i'm not going to run if you don't fill me it's your loss why should i worry about you <laughs> even before i came here leona took me there and gave me some hot drink you need because you are going to talk a lot i didn't even think of it see when you begin to serve others will take care of you sometimes we don't trust that oh i have to take care of myself too much of thinking of oneself we can be super happy if we could just forget ourselves and plunge into service so the people who have similar ideas who want to live that clean life and dedicated life come together to help each other and if you see one person is a little selfish you say oh is that the purpose you come here with that's not the right thing to do see each one helping the other that is the purpose of communities like this you get the help from others you are constantly reminded of the goal because in that dedicated mind there is no anxiety there is no fear there is no worry all these emotional disturbances could be completely forgotten because all our problems stem from this i me mine i must get it everything should be mine so far about the mental 
problems and the cause for the mental problems and how to keep the mind in peace. Just this one goal in life is enough to keep your mind always in peace. Always be selfless, dedicate, dedicated. Don't even ever think of any selfish ideas. Then nobody can disturb your mind. Even if the whole world comes and tries, you won't get disturbed. A few thoughts about physical disturbances. Because body and mind should go together. One without the other is not possible. If one is ill, the other will be influenced by it. How to keep the mind at ease, body at ease? That's also very simple. Think of everything that goes into the body, your food, solid, liquid, air, everything that goes into, see that they are clean. At the same time, see that the body never gets drained of its energy. Or at the same time, see that the body is just left lazy, unused. If it's not used well, it will lose its health. If it is overused, it will lose its health. If it is fueled with improper fuel, it will lose its health. That's why those who are interested in a spiritual life should take care of their day-to-day -day affairs. A clean food, a clean air, a clean liquid, And, as far as possible, save your prana. Prana means the vital energy. Use it properly. Because body is almost, the prana is almost like electricity in a battery. If it gets drained, it will become very weak. So we have to regulate our activities. Everything in moderation. Then it is very easy to keep the body at ease. You know it's very, very economical and cheap to live healthy and very expensive to fall sick. You know that? Hmm? Very expensive to fall sick and again very expensive to cure it. 
Just to give one simple example. We have seen people smoking. I'm not talking about the people here. I don't think anybody would be smoking here. Why? Am I wrong? <laughs> huh? In this beautiful area, when you have fresh air, lungs need fresh air, pure air and oxygen. And that pure air, oxygen, is totally free. If you decide to take a couple of extra deep breaths, nobody is going to send you a bigger bill. <laughs> it's all free. That's why I say it's free to <laughs> live healthy or cheap. And unfortunately, many people don't like that free gift from the nature. They just want to buy something to inhale. <laughs> so they go there and spend their hard-earned money and buy some nicotine. And those fellows who sell nicotine also are very liberal. They, they charge you only for 95 millimeter and 5 millimeter free. So extra long 100 millimeter you get. Huh? And then you put it in the mouth and Ah, oh, I'm cleaning my lungs, filling my lungs. <laughs> I won't call that person a sane person who would refuse a free nectar and go on spend his hard-earned money for poison and fill up the lungs and say, I want to be healthy. It's our hard-earned money. Why should we buy poison? If God really wanted a little nicotine in our air to go into the lungs, it would have been much easier for him to sprinkle a little nicotine. <laughs> See, that's what. When we violate certain nature's law, we pay the price. We disturb our ease. Clean food. that comes with love from the plants. I say clean food coming with love from the plants. An apple is the product of love from the tree. The tree simply loves you. So it says, hey, come on, take this fruit. It's all ready for you. It simply rolls to your feet. If one day before you go and pull that fruit, the tree says, no, wait, 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 wait. 
Uh, still not yet cooked. Huh? Come tomorrow, everything will be ready. Isn't it so? Huh? You find it hard to pull it. The tree refuses to give. If you still by force pull it, you hurt the tree. And it bleeds. It, it cries. So the mother nature prepares the fruit, brings its flavor, brings its taste, and when everything is ready, all you have to do is simply go and touch it, it comes to your hand. It's ready to offer you that. That's a love offering. And you don't hurt the tree. There is total, total non-violence in that. And you eat the fruit, throw the seed, and the seed grows into another tree. There is no destruction anywhere. And the fruit tree also is happy. Ah, see, you take what you needed, and you threw my seed, see, one of my offspring is coming there. You are helping me in propagating myself. The tree will thank you. But can you do that with a goat? You go there, ask a goat, when are you going to drop your thigh? Huh? The goat says, thigh? Me? Dropping? No. But I want your thigh. No, I can't give you. What do you do? You destroy that. You use violence to take the thigh out of the goat and make a soup out of it. I'm talking to people who eat meat. Meat is not a, a love offering. No animal offers its parts lovingly to you. You have to simply use violence. When the animal is killed, it really hates you and it is mortally frightened of death. And due to that fear, as like any body, when you are all of a sudden into a big fright, what happens? Your entire blood gets poisoned by your adrenaline. The same way the animals splash out undesirable hormones into their body just at the time of the death. It's not a normal death. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.